0: Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in The Word with us today. Today's Gospel reading comes from Luke, the 24th chapter, beginning with the 13th verse. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some of our women astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, I love this story from Luke's Gospel. Uh, It's one of my favorite stories of what is often referred to as the post resurrection appearances of Jesus. We're our third week into the Easter season, and already we have heard from Matthew's Gospel on Easter Day, and we've heard from John's Gospel. Uh, last week with Pastor Hoffman, and today we have this wonderful story from the evening of that first Easter day. The question, as I think about this text, is maybe not one that would immediately come to mind, but I think about if you were going to look for the risen Christ after the resurrection where would you expect to find him? And of course, that question applies to where would you expect to find him in the scripture story. But even in your own life, if you were to be on the lookout for the risen Christ, where would you expect him to find him in your life? It's reasonable to expect that if we were going to search for the risen Christ, we would expect that he would show up in some central important place to some central important people in the narrative. But as far as Luke's Gospel has something to say about it, we would be wrong. Instead, we have this story from today's Gospel where Jesus shows up in Emmaus, a place that we've never heard of before in the Gospels, with Cleopas, a person we've never heard of before, and this other stranger who was not even worth mentioning. I have studied this text throughout my life, and it's always been one of my favorite, as I said, post-Easter sightings, but it never really occurred to me before how strangely this reading unfolds. I think I have always been so mystified by Christ's presence in this reading, how he's there but not recognized, and how he's deep in conversation with these disciples, but it's like they can't even hear his voice. I've been so struck by those details that I've never noticed how, after he reveals himself for the first time in Luke's Gospel, He's doing it to unknown people in an unfamiliar place. Now, that shouldn't surprise me, but it does. In Luke's Gospel, when Jesus is born, the good news of great joy is first announced Who? To who? To shepherds in the fields, to ordinary people in an overlooked place. And now here, when the resurrected Christ appears for the first time, again, it's to ordinary people in an overlooked place. Just as Jesus' birth to Mary and Joseph forces us to question our assumptions about how God shows up in this world, and then the life and ministry of Jesus challenges the status quo, so too, the risen Christ is going to keep surprising us as well. And it makes me think that if we hope to experience the presence of the risen Christ in our lives, we are going to need to move beyond what our eyes see and what our ears hear to the places where our hearts are burning inside of us or to the places where Christ's presence would very simply stun us. Years ago, I read a poem by the poet J. Barry Shepard that captured my heart and my imagination, and it has helped me understand this idea of being stunned by the places where Christ shows up in our world. The poem is called Holy Saturday at the Green Market, and I just want to share it with you today. I think I caught the risen Christ just yesterday on Broadway alongside Union Square. We were returning from the green market, fresh fish, green musklin with a pinch of bright and edible nasturtiums tossed on top, some tiny new potatoes for our evening meal. When I glimpsed ahead, a shambling, awkward figure lurching his twisted way along the sidewalk and jerking fiercely now and then as if in seizure. He wore a red baseball cap, slightly off-center, sweatshirt, jeans, sneakers, all shabby but well-cared-for, clean, and over his right arm a cardboard carton with the lid cut off to shape a sort of basket, I suppose, to display wares. I glanced in as we passed, and sure enough, there were ballpoint pens, other plastic items in the waiting to be purchased. Silent in my head, I wondered at the courage of one so violently deformed, yet coping, contriving, to survive this predatory city. Those contorted legs could not move him that fast and we were swiftly passed to confront lying across a heap of trash bags up against a wall a homeless man asleep with the usual pathetic sign informing all and sundry i'm in trouble please help someday i may be able to do the same for you i walked on ignored both plea and promise, passed right by as I've been taught to by this casual, careless, careless, cruel city. Then, glancing back over my shoulder, saw our friend in the red baseball cap struggle across, laboriously read how long it seemed to take, that grubby and ill-lettered sign then lean over and drop something in the cup. Yes, I realize it only encourages. I know they'll likely spend it all on booze. I've heard and lived these arguments knowing far too much, believing far too little, and being so afraid for years now. But there was something in that simple act, an Eastered innocence, put me to shame, drove me to my knees, among the sidewalk lily vendors, I think I caught the risen Christ a day early, but ju- but there just the same, on Broadway yesterday, alongside Union Square. I love that poem. I love that vision of the risen Christ completely taking us by surprise. Where? Will we find the risen Christ in our lives? Probably in the very last place we'd expect to encounter his presence. Where are the places in your life that are breaking open for better or for worse? Where is the place where you're finding your heart strangely warmed? It's likely that in those places The risen Christ is coming to you and perhaps has already arrived. If the risen Christ can appear on the road to Cleopas and his friend en route to Emmaus, inviting them to share their stories and receive their grief and listening to their emotion, opening for them scripture in such a way that helps them to see a bigger story, well then who knows? where he might just appear to you or to me. As you enter into this week, I pray that for you and for me and for all of those around us, that our eyes would be opened, our ears would be unstopped, and our hearts might be kindled to experience the presence of the risen Christ in our world. Have a great week, friends. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and share your feedback with us at the word at And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.